So what are you, what's your plans for, for Thanksgiving? Uh, just driving up to see moms, uh, up in Wilmington. So hopefully not pass out naked in a bathtub this year. I hope you do. I, <laughs> yeah, um, you're the only one. Are you going, are you going back? Going back where? To, uh, the I have to go escape. for at least, I, have, I don't even know if it's open, but if it's open, I'll go back to, for at least one drink and on our mark. So, so you always go up on that Wednesday and stay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh it's you know, it's a fun fun drinking night. So I've got to be back in the hometown, see mom and as long as she lives there, that's where I'll be. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe get get Louie out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Louie uh Louis's got his own family, so I don't know what he's gonna be doing. I'm, he might he might be out, he might not be, I don't know. He didn't come out last year. But I think he was somewhere else. So, but he's usually out at least at some point. Um, Does, what about you, man? Where are you heading? Um, I don't know. We do stuff with my family. Um, I'm pretty sure Zoe's dad works on Thanksgiving, so I don't know. Life of a first responder, you know, like holidays really just don't have the same. Like I'm just not used to celebrating holidays on holidays. Usually it's like yeah. the day before or the day after something weird. Um, right. Even since I was a kid, like Christmas, like we've, my family has always done Christmas Eve because my dad works the Christmas day, gets the double time. So, um, I don't know. I, it's, it's always weird, especially like I just got out of the groove of Thanksgiving with like retail. I, it started yeah. with retail and then like, I've just never really, since then, I've never really gotten into like Wednesday night drinking before Thanksgiving, maybe since I was like 21. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, man. It's, uh, I don't know. I, it usually is a lot of fun. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's the I mean, it's the biggest bar night of the year. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome if, you know, you got a tradition to do. Like, I just wish I had a tradition. I, I'm a little jealous. That's why I'm always like, do it. Go out. Go to the escape <laughs> so I can live vicariously. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Off the Beaten Clef. We are doing a little special episode. Uh, we're throwing this in both feeds. So uh, we actually recorded this for Queen City Podcast, but we thought it would be a fun little special episode for Thanksgiving. So here it is, the Thanksgiving draft. You name it. You name it. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, greens, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, beans, greens, guys we're here we're doing it we are doing the thanksgiving draft uh we're gonna get into a few things before we get into our draft which is always fun always contentious and i love arguing with kevin it's kind of our 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 reason to get together and argue once a year and what better way to do that than gathering around and talking about thanksgiving yeah uh yeah i'm thankful for being able to argue with you yeah one of my favorite things one of my favorite pastimes for sure um so (laughs) Let's catch the people up, Kev. What have you been up to? Uh, well, I've been recently been laid off, so that's been um, pretty terrible. <laughs> but, you know, life life marches on. I've already had a, an interview, shooting my resume out there, enjoying a little bit of time off. Though I'm going a bit stir crazy because it's cold and I have no money. So, <laughs> But you got so to go to the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. I mean, that's I did. Sweet. I did. I'm. Ben Ben convinced me to take a pilgrimage up to uh, the the cradle of American football, as they call it, in the begin at the front of the the uh, building. Uh, it was really cool. 
Um, I, I mean, I, if you know me, you know, I love NFL football. So it was something that, you know, we live close enough that it felt weird that we never went. So, um, it was cool to go. Ben actually ran into a Panthers fan. Like I didn't run into a single Bengals fan, but Ben ran into a guy from Charlotte who was there on business and saw his Steve Smith Jersey. And they had a little conversation about how Steve should be in the hall and Julius Peppers. And it was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I, yeah. I think it's kind of like us with Kings Island and all the things we live really close to is mm-hmm. if you live that close, you always think like, oh, I'll make time to do it sometime. But I think out-of-towners are more likely to come and visit if they pass through than we are to just drive the three hours it is to get up there. Yeah, I was really struck by how small the actual building is. You know, a little like it looks like the orange juicer type building with the pointed dome. Yeah. Things, things tiny. It's like maybe two stories. <laughs> it's that's super crazy small like i just i I, la- I laughed out loud when i saw it because i was like oh that's it huh mm-hmm. uh but yeah no it was, it was super dope especially like the bus room like where all the busts are is super cool um they have uh you know all the super bowl rings out there which are super sweet um just the history of the, the game is really cool um the cincinnati reds were a football team they lasted i think two seasons they scored they only they went eight zero eight and zero and they scored collectively in two seasons one touchdown and one field goal that's it (laughs) so uh you talk football and and thanksgiving go together but certainly not whatever that cincinnati reds franchise was yeah uh dayton dayton actually had one of the was one of the founding member cities of the nfl with the dayton triangles so that was pretty cool (laughs) what a name (laughs) <laughs> the Dayton Triangles, yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Um, so it was really cool to see the history of the game and where it came from. I was really interested in like the super early stuff. Like again, you know, who who knew Cincinnati had a team before the Bengals for a year and they were the worst team ever? So <laughs> it's pretty fitting. So yeah, that's amazing. I mean, to collectively to only score one touchdown and kick one field goal in two years is is astonishing. So, and then they folded very quickly after that. Yeah, there's probably a reason we don't know a whole lot about that. They probably want it struck from the record. Like it yeah. didn't count. We hardly even scored a touchdown. Yeah, one of the one of the cooler things too was uh, I forget the guy's name, but the team was the Eskimos, and they drafted a guy, and they took the city off the name. And they just named it after that guy. So it was this guy's name, Eskimos. <laughs> they just, they like, they drafted him and they're like, well, we're just going to name the team after this guy. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Um, hold on, I'll look it up real quick uh, because it's, uh, it's really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Like they had his, his name on the, lo- or his face on the logo. Um, it just really fucking it's just so interesting early league stuff because like many teams folded and I don't know just really really neat. It's Duluth Eskimos. I mean, they weren't making anything for money. Like a lot of those guys worked full time outside of football. Yeah, yeah. There was very. I think the first guy signed a contract for, I think five hundred dollars. Oh, the Ernie Nevers Eskimos. That's what it was. <laughs> Ernie Nevers was drafted, um, and they changed the name right after they drafted him. So that's the Ernie Nevers Eskimos. <laughs> yeah, that uh, is they were pretty bad. I think that sounds like something you would do on Madden, like name your team yeah. like the Dylan Hyden Eskimos <laughs> yeah. when you're building your own franchise. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he. I think he holds the record for most points scored in a game. I think there was one game where he scored like all like 42 of the points that they scored. So he was place kicking as well. So <laughs> holy shit. No wonder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's an only player. Yeah. Um, yeah. That kind of swiftly transitions me into fantasy football. Um, I've never played. I've got beginner's luck and it's crazy that I've never played before, but I am having such a blast playing my first year. And I'm one of my, did I say I'm seven and three? Do you remember? Uh, I think so. I think so. Um, how, how's, uh, fantasy going for you? I'm six and four. Um, I've won and lost every single week. The Bengals have won and lost. So, uh, I feel like speaking that into existence probably is going to ruin both of our seasons, but, um, 
Yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun this year. I'm back to I didn't make the playoffs last year. I'm usually in the playoffs pretty much every year. I'm only in one league because it's a hard, very, 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 very competitive league with a bunch of my friends from high school. Um, How much is the buy-in? Uh, 150. So spread between 12 people, that, that first place prize is, is pretty substantial. Um, yeah, we have yeah. a running gag where you've come in second place, like, what, three times? Yeah. Yeah, I think three. I think yeah. three. I've won it once and come in second, like, three times. Um, it sucks coming in second, <laughs> but you know, you still, you still get a, you still get your buy-in plus some back for coming in second. So, um, that's always nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I'm playing Benji this week too. And he's got some pretty significant buys and, uh, I, I feel okay. Uh, you never feel sure about anything in fantasy football, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I hope you do. By the time this airs, we'll know, but I, I'm going to just say it. You won. Good job. Yeah. Thanks, throw, man. Throw up That's, 140 uh, and you're good. The worst the worst jinx you could possibly throw my way. I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, we have a running gag in our league where, you know, we just say GG like on Tuesday to whoever we're playing that week. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah. Thanks for that jinx, man. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, Let's talk. Um, We'll just get this out of the way. We got merch off the beaten cleft.com. We uh we had our we hit our friend Aaron up to make us a, a metal logo. And in turn we have some t shirts, some hoodies, um, some mugs. If you want to get your friend or your loved one some memorabilia for Christmas, it's right around the corner. And I don't know. I love the logo and I love metal logos. I'm like addicted to buying buying band tees right now, so go buy ours. Ours is a little different, a little weird, and it's one that you have to explain. And there's nothing better than when people ask you about your shirt and you get to tell them a story. Yeah, sure. Uh, some people might argue that, but... <laughs> I think there's nothing better. That, to me, there's nothing dorkier than when you have to explain something that you're passionate about to somebody else because they don't get it. But to me, that's kind of cool. So, Yeah, there's. I, I think it's fun because it's like, you know, Oh, you don't you don't know. Like it's yeah. a big brain. It's a big brain move to have to explain your t shirt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But yeah. Um off the beaten dot com. We bought the domain. Go check it out. At least get you a nice mug uh for eggnog and, and whiskey. Yeah, the mugs look awesome. I think the mug is my favorite thing um on the site right now. Cause they just come out so looking so fucking dope. Um, it's a black mug for metal. Uh, we don't have that available in any other colors cause fuck you. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just scraping to get by here. Okay. We're, we're doing the best we can. I'd really like to see the hoodie in a different color. Like I love my black and white one. I, I wear the, the t-shirt and the hoodie all the time. So I, if you get a, a different colored one, hit us up on Instagram and, and send it to us and we'd, we'd love to share it and see it. Yeah, that's my family's probably all gonna get off the beaten cleft merchandise. Hell yeah! For Christmas. Uh, ben Ben definitely wants some. I'm probably gonna snag a different color for myself um, at some point when I'm actually making money again, hopefully <laughs> soon. Um, but yeah, so that's that's. I, I think some of the colors are gonna look super dope, especially like I, I said it before. That I think the purple is gonna look amazing. Oh with yeah, that logo. That's so, a good idea. Yeah. Um. What what have you been watching? What have you what have you been playing? Uh, I, I <coughs> excuse me. Um, new Pokemon came out yesterday, so I've been playing a lot of that. Played a ton of it yesterday. It froze on me today, so I probably won't play it for a couple of days until I cool off and stop being angry about it. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Um, it's it feels like they took the best from the last three games that they made and put it all into one game, so it actually feels good. Uh. The frame rate really sucks on it, which makes it really hard to play sometimes, but I'm sure they'll fix it. But for a Pokemon game, I always have to remind myself it's made for kids. It's not made for 35-year-old adults. And um, so I can, as, as soon as I can get past that, because I love games where I have to collect shit. Um, like, I play a lot of, like, card, card collecting games on my phone. Um, I just like collecting shit. That's why Pokemon is always so fun to me, because I just like, I like collecting it. I like, like, evolu- evolving pokemon um i came into it blind so i didn't know what any of the the new pokemon looked like um so it's, it's been fun um been watching uh, a lot of anime too catching up on some of the stuff i'd kind of let 
go by the wayside. I went on a huge binge early in the summer and just watched a ton. And I was like, okay, that's enough for a little bit. Let me, uh, let me get back to the clean world. And, um, but now I'm back in it, especially since I don't have anything to do all day. Um, doing that. I watched a really interesting documentary on Netflix yesterday or a couple days ago too. Let me see if I can find it. It was about a sculptor. Um, fuck. What was it called? Some Polish sculptor. And it was really, really interesting. Um, his, cause his shit's incredible, but he's just had so much controversy in his life that nobody knows about him now, except for people that like, if you know, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. Is it a newer documentary? Yeah, it just, as far as I know, it just came out. Uh, sorry, you're going to hear fucking One Piece in the background. Mm-hmm. Previews are playing. Uh, I don't know. What have you been watching while I look for it? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I went down the rabbit hole since, you know, we just got out of Halloween and scary movie season. I watched a lot of Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Blind Manor. Uh, all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. I get to like the third or fourth one, and then I kind of move on. And um, then I started watching all the Scream movies. So I had I had fun. I, I ended up buying them all because I was like, I rent these like once a year. Why don't I just buy them? And they're in standard definition too. So I kind of like the way it looks, the way it was like when you saw it in theater. Um, so yeah, I, I finally broke down and, and purchased all the Screams and watched all those this year. And then uh, I rewatched MTV Scream, which is such a delight. It's such a, it reminds me of why I loved season one of Riverdale and why I love MTV Scream is that it's just, just corny enough and just interesting enough for you to like kind of laugh along, but also still kind of care. And I don't know if, if you have any guilty pleasures like that, but it's just something I do. I think every couple years, where I I love rewatching stuff and seeing if I pick up on anything. You know, like I rewatched True Detective over the summer, and now I'm rewatching New Girl with Zoe. Um, yeah, we we love finding new shows like uh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth just had a new season, and uh, getting to catch up with Big Mouth is always a delight. It's such a f- it's such a crazy show for little teenagers to be on the show. It's almost like South Park where you're like, these are children, <laughs> you know, like these are little kids and it's almost weird at times, but I love Nick Kroll and he's very funny. So besides that, been watching periodically some documentaries like the, the killer Sally. It was okay. It's felt a little like she was trying to, I don't know paint herself in a better light but you know sure. whatever it's it's a documentary and there's always an angle with documentaries um always. It's, it's very rare i feel like some of the like the tapes with like uh john Wayne gacy and uh ted bundy and all those those always felt like just journalistic like telling you exactly what happened and kind of giving it to you chronologically but if the person that they're doing the documentary on is in it like the tony hawk one it mm. always feels like they kind of have an angle, like they're trying to like promote themselves or, you know, tell sure, their of side of the story, you know? Yeah, of course. Like I wouldn't want to make myself look like a fucking asshole in my own documentary. <laughs> it's the, like Tony, writing Hawk, a hit- Tony Hawk might be the most self-deprecating person because, you know, you already see him on the internet. Like he talks about like fading into obscurity and people coming up and saying like, Oh, you look like Tony Hawk. He's like, that's great. And like, doesn't ever tell me he is Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah. He looked like Tony yeah. Hawk, but older. He's like, oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, his Twitter's, his Twitter's really funny with stories like that. Yeah. So his documentary was very like, yeah, I was dumb and immature and fame hit kind of young and, you know. Oh, boo hoo, Tony Hawk. <laughs> Fucking who cares? <laughs> you have, yeah, I don't give, I don't feel one bit sorry for Tony Hawk. Um, the documentary I was talking about is called Struggle, the Life and Lost Art of Zukowski. That's how you say it. Zukowski. Oh. Sorry. Polish names are hard to say. You cleared um, that up. Yeah. <laughs> Zukowski is how you say his name. Um, or Zukowski. I don't know. Fuck, it's Polish. <laughs> um, watch it. I would highly recommend it. It's a quick watch. It's only one. It's it's a 
classic documentary where it's not like a fucking docu-series, which Netflix is obsessed with. Um, so it's it's a quick like hour and a half watch. It's really interesting about a guy I didn't know, and I want his art. His art is incredible. Um, I also watched uh, Barack Obama's documentary recently. Um, not, not about him. It's about great national parks. It's super interesting. He narrates it. Um, his angle is very obvious. It's about con- conservationism and stuff like that. But um, I love nature documentaries. And Obama is actually a pretty legitimate like uh, narrator for nature docs. I'm very picky about my narrators. Um, and he's really good. Like, Is that on usually Disney? Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. Um, but yeah, usually if it's not uh, Sir, Sir David Attenborough, I don't watch it. Because, yeah. you know, that Britishness lends a bit of credence to whatever's being said. And uh, he's obviously one of the most, he is the most well-known <coughs> conservationist. I got a fucking cough. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I watched, I watch a couple of documentaries. Like sometimes I just get bored of like rewatching TV shows and stuff. So I, I go to Disney, the Disney app and they have a ton of Nat Geo stuff on there. And if you want to know anything about any Nat national park or anything to do with the ocean like there is it's endless man and i think i watched one about the guys that try to um hike the entire uh grand canyon mm-hmm. and yeah it was cool so but yeah, i think no, you and i are uh documentary nerds yeah i love documentaries it's just i love learning about shit and especially from people that are passionate about whatever they're talking about and documentaries are usually that i love true crime documentaries i love nature docs I love just weird docs that are about weird stuff like that and Zukowski one. Um, yeah, Man. it's just it's they're they're fun. It's fun to learn about stuff that you didn't know about before. The Disney Renaissance one might be my favorite documentary ever. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's good. Yeah, uh, the the history of Disney is is super interesting. They talk about I'm sure they talk about what is it like the Big Five or whatever like. Yeah, the artist the artists like nobody could fuck with and like couldn't approach oh yeah yep i saw some so i saw some quick video about one of the animators where he has like that patented like he does like a head bob in a lot of his animation he was the guy for jungle book and a couple a couple other big big pictures uh robin hood he he he, and he did it because he knew he was the only person in the world that could do it in cell animation and he did it just to like show off and he does it all the time because it's really hard to like it's really hard to like move ahead and move lips at the same time in cell animation and make it look smooth. And he was just fucking incredible at it. So he was just out there flexing nuts on everybody. Yeah. The, <laughs> the late nineties, early or late eighties, early nineties, they really dominated. And it was, yeah. it's a fun documentary to watch. Cause I think it kind of transitions into Pixar and like that mm-hmm. lull they had where everyone left for DreamWorks and all that stuff. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. Uh, so you got any other off the off the wall topics there? Not off the wall, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I'm I'm ready to get into ten conversations to have at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, so I was looking for things to talk about, like just like I don't know, some weird article or something, just to give us some little some uh, some meat on these Thanksgiving bones. And I found this article from the Saturday Evening Post. Which, uh, as I was reading the article, I was like, this is surely satire. But then I remembered, or I didn't remember, I looked up that this is the one, this is the publication that Norman Rockwell did all of his famous cover art for, like, for years and years and years and years. Um, so it's a legitimate publication, but it, there's they break it down into, like, numbered lists. So uh, the first thing to talk about is a proper way to cook a turkey. So um, possible subtopics include weirdest side dishes it's it's it, to me it's the brackets that get that made me think this was satire um or where do we get cranberry sauce before the can your favorite pie realizing of course the anti-pumpkin lobby is at a disadvantage like what the fuck is this article um i disagree i don't think pumpkin pie is very good i think it's overrated i think anything pumpkin flavored is overrated and uh there's a reason it only comes around during thanksgiving do you do you want me to elaborate or yeah i mean do, what do you what do you think i i don't have a lot of thoughts about pumpkin pie if it's there i'll eat it it's not <laughs> yeah, gonna be sure. my first choice but you know i don't I hate it 
I think there's been a strong realization in the last like 10 years that pumpkin pie is not goaded, that apple pie is the far better choice. And really any other pie, like sweet potato pie, like fucking sweet potato casserole, all that shit's better than fucking pumpkin pie. How dare pumpkin you say pie that is... wire? How dare you say that word? <laughs> yeah, but sweet potato casserole's good, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think pumpkin pie is just a vehicle for whipped cream. <laughs> it, it's from uh, the big the big wigs at uh, Cool Whip are like, <laughs> you have to like pumpkin pie. Yeah, they're pushing that uh, that that pumpkin pie narrative pretty hard. <laughs> Don't push your pumpkin year. pie agenda on us, Cool Whip. <laughs> yeah. We know what Keep you're up to. Out of my pie. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. This, this one, I don't even. I'm going to skip that one because auto maintenance is apparently whatever. Ford versus Chevy. Ford versus Chevy. Remember, tread lightly here. Like what the fuck? Anyway, uh, so sports holiday edition. <laughs> um, one of these suggested questions is why? Why does everybody sleep on the Indiana Pacers? Why? Why do they do it? That's a legit Probably question. <laughs> yeah, it's all. It's uh, in yeah, here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Who wrote this? I, it's I don't know. I'll look at the art uh, artist, the author's name after this. Um, who's the second greatest NBA player of all time? Obviously, Bill Russell is first. It's like there's so much editorializing in these suggested topics already. It's like, what are you? What are we doing here? Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, the third one is how escrow works. Like, just like you know, not talking about that. Not talking about fucking money things. Um, <clears throat> the th- <laughs> the fifth top. Uh, broad topic you can talk about is share funny animal photos and other memes because fucking grandpapa is gonna love your fucking your rage face memes from 2010 (laughs) i just i just i don't don't understand the point of this article it's like i i've been collecting old playboys and they kind of do this too as like cool guy topics to talk about at the at the bar with ladies and it's like if everyone does this, it's going to be weird. And mm-hmm. not only that, like if you have to tell someone how to talk to your family at Thanksgiving, like there's a bigger issue. Like why did this article need to be written is my question. Because there's a lot of people out there with crippling social anxiety and they're the ones that read this shit. So they write it down on what cue cards and are like, I got to study these up before I go eat turkey with gam gam <laughs> yeah i would love for somebody to bust out some fucking note cards at the thanksgiving dinner before we say grace i just want to say what about them indiana pacers yeah i think they're slip on or this this classic i think it's supposed to rain what have you heard <laughs> <laughs> what do we live in seattle it's snowing outside it's freaking freezing oh my god the there's this one the uh this is the one that really started big made me think it was satire because number seven is the is the quote-unquote who would you invite to dinner gambit and it's just a picture of fucking mahatma gandhi you can't see it's all fucking blown out um possibly here's the here's the thing possible entertaining guests to throw in the mix mikey from life series (laughs) first u.s attorney general edmund randolph from 1978 apparently Alice Cooper, five-time WWE Tag Team Champions, The New Day. <laughs> okay, I think this is a joke. I think he's I messing with it us. It, it's not, though. It's it's the Saturday Evening Post. This is a legitimate publication. I think this guy was just trying to be as, like, trying to find, like, off, like, these are conversation starters. Like, oh, why would you invite fucking Mikey from Life Serial? Or who the fuck is Edmund Randolph? <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, and then the last one is Frida Kahlo, which yeah, she'd be she. That's the one I would probably invite because she would be interesting. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the next the next one is just nostalgia. Uh, you know, stories about military service provided that person is willing to share. Never ask a veteran <laughs> about what they did in the military. Tell us about Nam. Yeah, yeah. How many people did you kill, Grandpa? Yeah. What like, was Agent, <laughs> What was Agent Orange like? <laughs> yeah. How did it taste? Yeah. Oh man, Hopper would love that question. That's fucking insane. Mm. I fucking hate that shit. Um 
Oh, here's the here's number nine, the kids. Uh, so little kids, what do you want Santa to bring? Fine. Tween girls, why won't your parents let you have an Instagram account? <laughs> For tween boys, what is Fortnite? How, does this person want Thanksgiving to go poorly? How hey. old is this person? Is is my question. Like they don't seem to fit into any demographic. Like because people our age know what Fortnite is. Like even like I don't know. It's like, I think it's got to be mid mid to late forties. It's got to be a Gen Xer. Yeah, it's got to be a Gen Xer. It's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, they're writing for the Saturday evening poor, post, of course. Um, Obviously, never and- married and had kids. Why won't your <laughs> yeah. tween daughter have an Instagram account? <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Uh, teen boys and girls, don't even bother. <laughs> it's pushing 50s now. It sounds like it's starting to sound boomery. Don't even bother. <laughs> Just fucking ignore them. That's the advice in this column. Don't even fucking bother. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Yeah, wait, don't waste your time. Move on. Uh, kids 18 plus. This is a real, real, uh, real happy, real happy question to ask around the Thanksgiving table. How have older generations ruined the world? <laughs> it does not say that. Yes, it does. I'll send you the article. It's fucking incredible. Oh, my God. This is just the biggest piece of drivel I've ever read in my life. Like, why? Oh, God. Why would you say that at the dinner table? Hey, Grandpa, here's how you fucked up. Here's why my life sucks, because of you. Thanks for cooking dinner, by the way. Yeah. This turkey's great, but not as great as you guys ruining the housing for our generation. Whatever. This this dude is an idiot. This is like, hey, how do you want to blow up Thanksgiving? Yeah. How to ruin Thanksgiving in 10 easy steps. How to make sure Um, no one wants to see you for Christmas. (laughs) What the hell? Oh man, number 10 is say, did you know the entire archive of the Saturday Evening Post is now available online? It's true. Happy Thanksgiving. Way to end with a shameless plug. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine uh the Saturday Evening Post is doing super well. Uh Troy Brownfield wrote this article. I don't know. I you're absolutely not going to listen to this, but you wrote a real stinker there, bud. It's uh, that's some of the worst advice I've ever received about anything in my life, uh, and I can't imagine anyone topping it. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, Troy Brownfield is a comic book writer, journalist, and college professor from Indiana. That's why the Pacers yeah. are slept on. He's forty nine. Yeah, there we we pretty much nailed it. He's a he's an early Gen Xer or kind of mid stage Gen Xer. Jesus Christ! Okay. Well, we had our fun with our our light reading today. That was awful. Uh, the, the, the teens don't even bother. It fucking kills me. Oh man, I love it. Yeah, Th- those Let's are the see. people buying his comic books too. He's probably like those pieces of shit are always complaining about what I'm writing. Don't even talk to him. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably writing fucking. He probably writes for some offshoot of Archie Comics or something like that. From what I briefly looked at, uh, Blood Queen, Wonderland, Batman. All right, so he's legitimate. Grim Tales of Terror. But yeah, anyway, let's get on to the main event, shall we? We, we shall. Okay, you want to rock, paper, scissors for who goes first? Uh, I, I don't know how this is going to work over. Uh... Over Zoom? Webcam here. Yeah. You ready? Best yeah. two out of three? Yep. Yeah, I'll shoot. All right. Let's <laughs> see. This doesn't work. It doesn't work. Okay. Um, when when did you last poop? It's been a few hours. Me too. Uh, before launch. Oh, yeah. I got you beat. I'm going first. I just pooped like uh, two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> On what grounds does that mean you get to go first? <laughs> Honor, dude. That's the game. Whoever pooped first gets to go first. Okay. last gets to go first. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> um, if you don't like it, tough shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tougher than yours, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. All right. So are we snaking it so we get two picks in a row? 
Uh, you go That's first, then I go twice, then you go twice. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, you're going to keep track of this, so I don't have to, correct? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Uh, so, fuck. First pick. What do I pick? I'm going to go. What do you? What were you most likely to pick that I want? I'm going to go with my favorite one of my my number over my number one overall favorite thing about Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving football, specifically the Detroit Lions game. Um, I always love watching the Detroit Lions on on uh, Thanksgiving Thursdays. They're always the early game because they stink. Um, but I have a soft spot in my heart for the Lions. I always like I don't know. I've always liked a lot of their players. I like a lot of their team right now. Love Dan Campbell. Um, so yeah, the Lions at the early game on Thanksgiving Day. That's that's my number one pick. Okay, and I I don't know if we need to elaborate, but this is going to be about anything related to Thanksgiving. So yeah, you know, it's really open, and I think it's going to make it a little bit more fun. So I'm glad you went with something I didn't have written down. Yeah, I didn't I, have. I don't have anything written down. I, I told you last night I was just going to fucking wing it. Oh, you're such a <laughs> dummy. <laughs> I'm fine. I. I I got I got more than ten things I like about Thanksgiving. I think so. We'll be all right. Okay, my number one, deviled eggs. Oh fuck! I was gonna pick deviled yeah, eggs. Yeah, you should have. Because yeah, I should have. Because I know eggs are the fucking best. De- I I think about deviled eggs like year round, and yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. That's one of those things. Like I wish I ate more deviled eggs in my life, but I oh, I think my gut is go. thankful that I don't. Yeah, you'd be fucking. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have anybody within a mile of you, dude. We like make them at, cars are the worst. We make them at work like more than most. Mm-hmm. And I bought like a devil, like a vintage deviled egg tray that looks awesome. It weighs like twenty pounds, but yeah. it, like you can put them in each spot. I, dude, I love deviled eggs. It, it's an They're art form, and it takes a labor of love. They're not something that you can just whip up in twenty minutes. It's like no, it's a good I disagree. That's <laughs> deviled eggs. Don't that, that's what I love about deviled eggs. Is anybody can make them and make them taste fine, dude. When you're cooking for a firehouse for eight, so you're making yeah. 36 eggs and you got to peel 36 eggs, right? You'd you be changing your tune a little bit. Sure, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not a big, cool, tough firefighter like you are. I'm Bill. just saying, <laughs> you know, you think it's easy to whip them together, but <laughs> peeling it, it 36 is. it is my fingers it's, hurt after peeling 36 eggs. That's fine. That's an extreme example for most people in the world that aren't firefighters. Or for Dev- Thanksgiving, Dev- where you got big, big family coming in. Nah, deviled eggs are still easy, man. Yeah. The, the hardest part is peeling the shell. And once you get the shell peeled, you're you're golden. It's super easy. It's you're telling me egg salad is hard to make, and then to scoop it back into a fucking half to half out soft boiled egg or hard boiled egg. Whatever you say, man. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> they're, they're so easy to make. There's nothing to it. <laughs> There's nothing to it except peeling an egg, which just like takes concentration to not. You can't just like be a barbarian and like rip open an egg. You have to like have some touch, and that takes some well, time. Do you sh- do you ice shock your eggs before you peel them? Yeah. Well, then I don't know what your problem is, dude. It's it's. <laughs> I, boil I wish boil I wish, your eggs better. <laughs> I wish peeling eggs were as easy as you made it sound. It's uh, not that difficult. <laughs> oh okay, my God. my second pick. Fucking moron. Fuck you. All right. The, <laughs> um, the mid afternoon nap. Yeah, that's good. Uh, there's that's nothing good. like just you know eating a bunch of food, and just like there's football on. You go to sleep. You wake up. There's football on. You're sitting in a recliner. And you're snoring next to like your great uncle, and you're just like, yeah, this is this is a life right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I love. I'm. I've always said one of my favorite things is baseball naps, where you wait, you fall asleep in the third inning. Yeah, wake up at seventh inning strip. Good God, my body is just out of control right now. Um, <laughs> fucking burping, sneezing, coughing. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Um, a lack of deviled eggs, I suppose. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I've uh, that's <clears throat> waking, falling asleep and waking up to the same sporting event is always fun because it's like, oh, cool, I got to skip all the boring shit. Mm-hmm. It's now the fourth <laughs> quarter. It, yeah, it's usually the Cowboys and who gives a fuck. Um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 that's a great pick. Two great picks there. Thank um, you, thank you. Yeah, two great picks. Uh, so 
my next one is going to be the uh what is what's the word i'm looking for the next day mixing all the leftovers in a bowl and heat reheating that shit yeah i don't know what you call it but it's fucking so good or making like a thanksgiving sandwich like taking the the hawaiian sweet rolls that you have left over (laughs) slapping that shit together and just fucking yeah the more the more shit that's on there the better too. fucking throw all of it on there i don't care if they go together or not it's 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 just a delight i don't like my food mixing um that's my cross to bear, but I do love some Thanksgiving leftovers on a divided yeah. plate. That's so strange. <laughs> it's not that strange. A lot of people feel that way. Not everyone is a f- freaking nasty person like you and Zoe and my dad <laughs> who have to watch just like they would rather puree it and put it in a blender and just like. I don't know. Right now it's three to one, Dale. So I don't know what to tell you. Hey, I, um, I didn't ask to be this way. I just am. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I just picture you with what, what the fuck were those plates with the little animal faces? Like <laughs> one of my, one of my buddy's parents used to have one at their house specifically for me. So when I would come over for like family dinners and stuff, they would be like, "Oh, Dylan's plate," and it's like a it's like a little Flintstones plate. <laughs> but I have no shame. I don't care. I love it. Oh fuck, that's incredible. I usually have to have like three plates, so anytime people cater to me, I love it. I'm going to buy you like old cafeteria lunch trays for Christmas. I just honestly all... would love that. I I yeah. want some of those like Lion King divided plates they had and like the Hercules. Like I've been looking for them. So if anybody has a, has some insight to where those could be, but yeah, dude, Thanksgiving leftovers. What a call. Yeah. Great. I had to pick it because I could miss that on deviled eggs and I figured that was coming down the pipeline. Yeah. I had um, it on my list for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh fuck i'll leave that for later hopefully it doesn't get picked um uh going out the night before going out on wednesday night before thanksgiving it's a it's a we've already talked about it a little bit um it's time-honored tradition it's the biggest holiday like the big i've talked about it's the biggest bar night of the year um like statistically the most people go out that night you would think it would be new year's eve but when you think about it everybody's back in their hometowns the whole family's in town what are you going to do on wednesday Go to the fucking bar um, and see all your people that you never wanted to see again from high school and have awkward conversations. Um, and, you know, who knows? Hook up with a high school sweetheart. Who knows? Yeah. And you know, have you both regret it the next day because you got to go back to your families. <laughs> somebody's got to sneak out of somebody's house, somebody's yeah. mom's house that night. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, no, that's always all. I've always had a lot of fun doing it. Um, not so much last year. Um and the, now that I'm getting older and older and more and more people that I know don't show up anymore. And the kids at the bars are younger and younger. Um, like kids that were born when I was a freshman in high school are now out on, on Thanksgiving night, yeah. uh, Thanksgiving Eve night. Um, and it's like, Oh, oh boy. Uh, I don't belong here. Um, so, but yeah, it's still, it's a fun thing. I'll always have it. I'll always at least drink the night before Thanksgiving. Um, I don't really drink a whole lot anymore, but yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good big one for me. So yeah. Does your mom still work at that, that bar in town? Mm -hmm. The what's it called? Tin cap. Tin cap. Yeah. That's cool. That's a cool place too. Yeah. I'm hopefully, hopefully this year they have another little private party that I hopefully get invited to. So yeah, that would be a fun time. Yeah. That's a good call. I've never, I've done it one time and it was when I was 21 and I don't think it really counts because, like, we went to a, a a dance club and I didn't make it in because I was too inebriated. So, you know. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the thought – it is it is the thought that counts. So yeah. It, you tried. It was my friends motivating me because, you know, everyone was in town and, you know, you know young young kid stuff. Anyway. Um, my, go, to, go to Froggy's, man. Go to Froggy's on Wednesday. I work on Wednesday. Oh, well. Yeah. I always work one of those days, so what can you do? Um, All right. My number three. This is a big one. The first Thanksgiving after you get out of retail. Yeah. It's just that feeling of like, dude, I don't – like you are at Thanksgiving and you're always thinking like, oh, man, I got to get – 
I got to go get the store ready or I got to work in the morning or I got to work tonight. There's just like that looming over your head and that first year you don't have that. Oh man, it's a freeing feeling. This is going to be my first one. This is my first one. I don't have to go in for Black Friday oh, in like 12, in 12, in like 12 years, 12, 13 years. And uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. Um, just to not have that burden <laughs> of having to do anything. It's uh, it's going to be nice for sure. Not having to rush back and get a store ready. I haven't had to fucking think about my my staffing for Thanksgiving for fucking two months this year. And it's been amazing. Staffing and shipment and getting the store ready. What are the promotions going to be? Where it kind yeah. of, oh man, all that stuff was just like, it was fun. But when you don't have to do it anymore, it was like, ah. Just a big I mean, breath. Yeah, my, I left on a good one too. Like last year, we were still during in COVID restrictions, so we had a max of like forty people in the store. And then, basically, an hour after we opened, we had a huge register outage for like two hours, and it was company wide. So it was just a shit show. Oh god! <laughs> and we we were like everybody in line. We we put their stuff on hold, and then when some registers back up, we called them back and. It was just a massive shit show, but it, it ran smoothly because I had a good plan. But um, man, oh man, those those first three hours of Black Friday were rough. Yeah, that's a that's so, a good one to be like, all right, it's time to get out. Yeah, yeah, I actually enjoy the day. I always enjoy working Black Friday, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to not have to do it anymore. Yeah, it. I feel like sometimes, not sometimes. I feel like all the time. This <clears throat> time of year is very stressful for retail workers. And oh, I know yeah. there's plenty of Facebook posts where people are like, take care of your retail workers. It's true, though. Like, it is very stressful. And, like, you are simultaneously helping people shop for Christmas while you're in the back of your mind. You're like, I haven't done any Christmas shopping. And people are very rude. And, you know, it's it's a whole thing that when you don't have to deal with it anymore, you feel very grateful. Yeah, uh, I think one, during the holidays last year, a lady came up to me. Um, I, I, you know, I did my classic greeting, and she's like, "I'm, you know," she looked at me right in the eyes and said, "How are you doing?" And I was like, "You know what? Thank you for asking. Nobody's asked me that in 12 years during the holidays." And I just, I, we had a good little conversation, and it was awesome. It really made my day. So, that that what Dylan just said is true. Like, take care. Like, just don't be an asshole. Just, you know treat their human beings just because they're working doesn't mean you're better than them. Right. You know, take time to appreciate the fact that they're giving up their personal time. So you could be there doing what you need to do. Um, it makes, it, it really doesn't make all the difference just to treat people like human beings during mm -hmm. the holidays. And so, um, that goes for the restaurant industry as well. So, um, there's so many people that you don't have to say that to, but there's, the slight few can ruin an entire day. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like I said, both of us having worked retail for a long time during the holidays, like it really does make a difference when somebody just says something nice to you or is just, you know, nice. It makes your day. It, mm -hmm. it, honestly, it, it really does. It makes a huge, I know that sounds cliche, but take it from two people that did it for a very long time. Like it really does. It makes your week. Honestly, There's, like I said, I, I'll, I'll probably remember that lady forever because she just was nice to me for a half second and it made it really did. It made my, my holiday week that week, much, much nicer. So it makes a huge difference. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> I may step down off that soapbox. Oh, <laughs> uh, my fourth pick. You ready for it? Mm -hmm. Stuffing. What a dummy. I can't believe you left that for me. I don't, I'm not a huge stuffing guy. <laughs> not a huge stuffing guy. I would just eat I'll stuffing let... and deviled eggs. And I think that's it. Yeah, I'm not. I've never been a big stuffing guy. Mm. I, I've, in recent in recent years, I've been more more uh, attracted to it. If that's the right word, um, but yeah, never been a big stuffing guy. So you can have that one all day, bud. All right, then I will. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna drive up to Wilmington and be like, I'm gonna take this because Kevin said he didn't want it. I don't think my mom makes stuffing anymore because Ben's not a big stuffing guy either. What in the world? <laughs> I didn't like because like, growing up, I didn't like the celery and like all the ch like huge chunks of vegetables and shit in it. So I, I like the concept of stuffing and I like it now as an adult. But as a kid, I was like, eh, I'll all pass. I think I never even knew what it was because yeah, I was always just, like, which one's stuff? Nothing was ever labeled. And we just had like buffet style. So I would put it on my plate. Yeah. Because as it's a kid, bread. like, you know, your kid, your your parents make it for the kids. 
So my mom made me a plate, and that's she would always put that and deviled eggs on. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's a hell of a plate. <laughs> did I did I ever make my own choices? No, and I just grew up continuing that theme. Yeah, I, good for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what is this? My fourth and fifth pick. Yep. Okay, so my fourth pick will be cranberry sauce, specifically out of a can. Love cranberry sauce out of a can. <clears throat> I know it's fallen out of favor recently, but I love that shit. It's to me, it was like a little dessert during dinner for Thanksgiving. And I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving food in general, like traditional Thanksgiving food, like stuffing was never my thing. Turkey sucks. Um, you know, so like a green, green, creamy casserole can get fucked. Um, <clears throat> like all that, it's just like what I call like old white lady food. And it's not my favorite. Um, so like doing different stuff, like cranberry sauce was always like the highlight of, of my <clears throat> Thanksgiving dinner. Um, I don't know how you feel about cranberry sauce. I've never had it. I've had like cranberry flavored, like seven up when I worked at seven up, they pushed it really hard. So I tried it and I was like, it's pretty good, but I've never yeah. had like cram like actual cranberry sauce. Interesting. Yeah. Give it a try. You mm. get some cranberry sauce in a can, slop it on a plate. What, what do you it put it with? Whatever you want. It, go, it actually goes really well with turkey. Like if you put mm. it on top of turkey, uh, it goes well with pretty much everything on a Thanksgiving plate. Um, it's not like overpoweringly sweet or sour. It's just kind of a good mix of the two. And it looks gross, but it tastes delicious. So yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's it's it makes your meat sweet. So <laughs> what a tagline <laughs> makes your meat yeah. sweet. Um, and my fifth pick. <clears throat> Fucking mashed potatoes, man. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, okay. mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Like the I, we've hit all of my all of the things I like about. I was gonna go not turkey for my fifth pick because turkey fucking sucks and it's overrated. Yeah. Um, turkey we, sucks. We uh, always have ham at my my yeah. family stuff, so I'm always pumped for ham. Ham is so ham is so much better. I, again, I'm not a huge ham fan, but it's so much better than turkey. Turkey blows. It's dry. It's bland. Um, I've heard deep fried turkey is good. I doubt it. Um. Turkey belongs on a sandwich with ton of mayonnaise, ham, cheese, and pepper. That's the only way I like turkey. Dude, and then, throw on then some horseradish delicious. mustard. You ever had that? Yeah. Oh, no. God. Yeah, it's no, so I'm sure good. it's delicious. Uh, I love a good cold cut sandwich, but uh, yeah, turkey by itself is not good. So I'm going to go with uh, mashed taters with brown gravy, like specifically like homemade smashed potatoes. Like that shit. I mean, if you're a, if you're a uh, Idaho Spuds or whatever, those are good too. Um, but I really like the homemade smashed potatoes uh, with piping hot gravy and melting, uh, making the little volcano cavern in it, and putting mm -hmm. the butter in there, pouring the gravy over the top, and then mixing it all together, slopping it all together on the plate. Um, that shit's fucking amazing, and it's the best leftover food too. Like mashed potatoes. Might be a top five. It actually is a top five food for me. So just in general. Yeah. Mashed potatoes are fucking amazing. I can eat them any time of the year, any day of the week, any time of the day. They're fucking amazing. So they got to make the list. Greens, beans, potatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good call. Uh, I, I, I didn't even think of that. I tried wow. to, uh, after I did a couple of food ones, I was like, I need to diversify a little bit. I can't just all nah. be food. But that's pretty much all you do all day is eat. Um, yeah, eat, eat and sleep and watch football. So I'm going to go with one, and I have a couple honorable mentions. Um, the weirdly specific dishes to Thanksgiving while trying to avoid the word casserole. Um, so <laughs> a, gr a green bean dish, a sweet yeah. potato dish, mac and cheese dish. There's so many that just like – Someone is an expert on making one of them, and they're always good. Like, I made a sweet potato dish for, for Thanksgiving last year at work, and it was awesome. And it's yeah. it's only awesome because Zoe's really good at making it. Yeah, it's fucking – I love sweet potato casserole. I'm going to call it casserole because that's Fuck what Fuck you. If you're new to the show, I hate the word casserole. I think it's a lazy and disgusting word. But that's what it is. It's casserole. It's a dish. It's a casserole. It's a. It's in a dish. I'm gonna call it a lasagna, a sweet potato <laughs> lasagna, and a mac and cheese lasagna. Mac and cheese is just mac and cheese. There's, 
the like being able to put the like cheese crust on top and you like as soon as you put your spoon in there it like opens up a little bit oh man oh, yeah yeah i'm mac like and cheese, mac, and, mac and cheese is not a casserole mac and cheese is just mac and cheese you can make it so, a casserole with like some potatoes in there too nah, i don't know nah, man. Don't, don't don't fuck with mac and cheese macaroni and cheese that's all you need whatever I, I how do you feel about breadcrumbs on top of your macaroni i know that's a contentious point with a lot of people do it do do whatever you want with mac and cheese man i'm always in for it like buffalo chicken mac and cheese you yeah. want to put barbecue sauce on my mac and cheese i don't care like i don't like my food touching but with mac and cheese it just feels like anything besides ketchup is okay yeah i know in the south like breadcrumbs are taboo on top of mac and cheese which is fine I like both. I like the like butteriness, buttery crispiness of like the the breadcrumbs on top, but I also just like great southern mac and cheese too. So there's something me yeah. and Zoe like to do where we put tuna and uh peas inside of our mac and cheese and tuna mac. Oh, dude, it's so good. Not gross. Put a little sriracha in there. Whew. Yeah, you it's nasty. good. Uh, you nasty. No, it's good as hell. No, tuna melts are gross, and by extension, tuna mac and cheese must be gross. See, we're going to fight. I'm going to drive out to Westchester and fight you. <laughs> Come on with it then, man. <laughs> I'm going to get the dogs in the car, and they're going to be my backup. <laughs> Kirby uh, will take my side. I'll make them shit all over you. <laughs> well, that wasn't as contentious as I thought. I think we have two different, uh, two completely different lists, I think. Yeah, outside of deviled eggs, like we didn't really overlap a whole lot. Thanksgiving um, leftovers is a big one that I really wanted. Um, yeah, it reminds me of that tick TikTok where the guy's interviewing. He's like, "What's a cra- what like what's the kinkiest thing you've ever done?" And he's like, "I was hanging out with this girl two days after Thanksgiving, and I was eating yeah. leftovers." And you remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's one of my favorite videos of all time. I don't know if the listening public does, but I certainly do. Yeah, well. <laughs> When you come across it, you'll love it because it comes around this time of year. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, read yours off, and I'm sure I'll think of some. Like I said, I didn't take any notes for this. I'm just going off, off okay. the old dome here. Um, this isn't something I've necessarily experienced, but waking up hungover knowing your whole day is going to be revolving around food, football, and naps. That's a yep. great feeling. Um, yep. Horrible feeling, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there's nothing worse than waking up hungover and being like, oh, my God, I got to run a 5K today. Yeah. No, uh, another that. one is thanking the good Lord I was not born into a 5K family. Yeah, fuck, fuck that, dude. People who run turkey runs are fucking stupid. <laughs> like, just enjoy the day. It's a, it's, it's a literally a, the fattest holiday you could possibly. It's just, oh, God, I hate it. Just enjoy the holiday for what it is. Just fucking eat a ton of food gain 10 pounds and regret it for the next week. Then you can run your 5k. Don't do it on fucking Thanksgiving and drag the rest of your family into it. I do like to lift before if, especially if I like, I woke up at a decent time and it's like, we're not eating till two o'clock. Okay. I guess I'll go work an appetite. That's fine. But that's something you do every day. Mm -hmm. Like that's just part of your daily routine. That's fine. You people specifically go on Turkey runs and it's the most annoying shit in the world. Just fucking sit on your couch. Yeah, and be a fat piece of shit like the rest of America. You little pick me people trying to run on holidays and wear your yeah. gobble T-shirt to Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's it's just ugh, fuck. I hate it so much. It's just I don't know. I hate fitness obsessed people. Like like not like you. Like you you might say you're fitness obsessed. I don't think you are. I think you just like working out. There's a big difference between someone like you who likes to just work out and be in good shape versus somebody who it's their entire personality. And those people are the worst. Um, just at the absolute worst, like fucking live a little. They're, they're the finance bros with a, with different outfits on. Yeah. I mean, anybody that takes any single thing in their personality and makes it, takes it to an extreme are the worst people in the world. I firmly believe that just fucking be a little bit more well-rounded and more people will like you. Um, don't get out of your little echo chamber a little bit and people maybe not won't think you're an asshole. Yep. That goes for furries. That goes for people who, and just any extreme, like don't make it your own. Yeah. Enjoy it. Great. Do it. Be really passionate about it, but don't make it your whole personality. Like I'm super passionate about music and video games and anime, but like, I don't fucking push it on people and it's not my only personality trait. Or defend Taylor Swift because... (laughs) 
because of ticket prices. <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah. that's the funniest thing I think about the internet right now is people defending someone they don't even know. Yeah, it's dumb. Well, that's just the internet. It's people getting offended for something that that has zero effect on them. Yeah, like just fucking shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my last one, yeah. dark beer. Yeah, the amber lager, stout, porter, any kind of like cinnamon or porter or chocolate or peanut butter. Like, dude, dark beer. It it's generally this time of year, but especially Thanksgiving, I think. That's a good time to crack a like a weird whooped wing beer or a Rheingeist or one of your local craft breweries that comes out with something crazy and has five synonyms to describe the beer. That's my yeah. this is our time of year to shine. Yeah. Uh Great Lakes Christmas sale. Boom. Yep. It is a perfect, perfect example of that. Um yeah, give me a smoked porter all day. Like I'll drink that shit in the summer because I don't give a shit. That's the kind of beer I like, but um, yeah, porters and stouts just hit different in the winter. They're they're made for winter. Mm-hmm. A vanilla porter, uh, porters are the best. Porters is the a porter is the best beer because it can it, it can it's so flavorful and they're usually very strong and you can put any kind of flavor you want in it. Specifically like sweet flavors, but you can do savory too. Um, like it's just I don't know. Porters are the king of beers in my opinion. For sure. Yeah. Now I want a porter. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> I want a smoked porter real bad. <laughs> that reminds me of the the thing from uh, Legally Blonde. She's like, "I want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I want a smoked porter real bad." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As far as honorable mentions for me, like, I think we kind of hit everything. Like, it's it's a very simple holiday. Yeah. So. And I think that's why it's my favorite. I th- I've always said Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday just because it's my three favorite things. It's eating, sleeping, football. That what I mean, it's 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 custom built for a mid big fat Midwestern boy like me. So um I I couldn't ask for a better holiday. Yeah, and you also like it's the first time you meet up with family. The only thing you're doing is eating food, watching TV. It's not handing out gifts or like, did I get enough? To did I did I spend too much on the the white elephant gift, like all that. There's just so much pressure with Christmas that like, I feel like Thanksgiving is a pure holiday. And then you see, you're like, Oh, I'll see you guys in a month at Christmas, you know, and we'll do this all again. But it is like the first time you see people that year, you know, it's in yeah. a calendar year. A lot of times. Yeah, you're right. I think it's the most pure holiday. Cause you're right. Christmas comes with all these stipulations and Thanksgiving. It's like bring a dish. And we'll just fucking sit around and talk and drink beer and watch football. And there's no, there's no pressure to it. Um, like I said, it's perfect for me. It's exactly, I love Thanksgiving so much, man. Um, even if the food isn't my favorite, you can eat whatever the fuck you want. You know, you don't have to eat turkey. Yeah. You don't have to eat, you know, fucking green bean, a green bean dish. I won't say the word anymore for Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> even though those fucking crispy onions are great. Um, and I, I do you know want what? a green bean dish so bad. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I used to hate him when I was young. But again, fucking green beans suck. I used to get so mad at my mom because like she, we would have green beans basically every night with dinner, and she would always mix in her green beans with whatever she was eating, and I'd be like, "You're not, you know, you're not making the green beans better. You're just making the other stuff worse." And it would always piss me off. It's like just because I, I would always slot my green beans on, fucking shovel that shit in, and then just eat the good stuff. Because green uh-huh. beans, they're not they're not bad, but they're not good either. Like, and then you, that, you that put... the little juice runs and touches your other <laughs> yeah. food and ruins it. <laughs> yeah. I do hate I do hate fucking green bean juice on my food. It's fucking gross, um, especially if you're eating like I don't know, like chicken parmesan. You don't want fucking green bean juice running in with your marinara. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Um, or sp- spaghetti was the worst. Like getting green bean juice in your spaghetti, fuck oh. off. Like it took me very long time to just get a bowl for my green beans because I was like, I'm not, I'm not fucking, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of green beans touching my other food. Yes, um, yes, let it consume you. It's just green beans, just green beans. Um, but yeah, green beans suck, dude. Like the, you can put bacon in them; it doesn't make it any better. Bacon's overrated, in my opinion. Um, just in general. As a breakfast meat, it's overrated. Sausage is better. Um, on top of burgers, you can't really taste it. It's just salty. It's it adds and a crunch. Uh, BLTs, standalone. Though? 
I don't like I don't like BLT. I don't like tomatoes, so I don't eat BLTs. I don't like tomatoes. It's a very common thing to not like tomatoes. Um, yeah, I just bacon's overrated. It's overrated. Uh, I'm not like a, can... I'm not gonna wear a t-shirt that says like don't touch my bacon, but like I'll <laughs> eat bacon if it's there. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, I don't not eat bacon. The I really do one of my favorite things in the world though is making bacon and then smashing it between two smushy pieces of white bread, just making a bacon sandwich. Nothing else on it. You can put butter on it if you want. But for me, just fucking two pieces of white, like mushy white bread, just smashing some bacon in between them. Good to go. Jesus. That's ghetto it's as hell. good. Yeah, it is, but it's fucking good. <laughs> um, you, turkey bacon? Zoe loves turkey no. bacon. And no, I, fuck turkey bacon. It doesn't shrivel up. I, I like it. No, it's terrible. Whatever. It's you, terrible. I first, I've, I've already told you why I hate turkey, and I think bacon is overrated. So why would I like turkey bacon? It's just a little different. It's something a little different. Yeah, it's a little bad. You just wanted to fight today. That's the whole no. reason we did this. When you come with bad opinions, I'm going to tell you about it. That's just my opinion. It's like the fifth week in a row I've said that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that was it. That was our after hours, our whatever you want to call it, our Thanksgiving draft. Uh, we're really just excited for Thanksgiving, and we wanted to send you guys on our, our little holiday with uh, with something fun and a little bit loose. So go check us out on the Internet. Yep. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. We'll see you guys on Monday. Bye.